From 87 Lafayette, it's Corona Pod. I'm Matt. And I'm Adam. It's a lit Saturday night that we're having here, Adam. I gotta say, we got the shoulders going, the hair is Mm -hmm. flowing. We were just talking about Saturday nights clubbing in the city, and Mm -hmm. uh, here we are back at uh, 87 with the Little Boys Club. So interesting thing you were saying about how, you know... The city subways are really one of the things that enable its nightlife. The fact that the subway is open 24 hours a day means you can go club in whenever and you can come home whenever. But now that may be under threat and it would have a lot of implications too for, for folks who are not clubbing. Right. So this is, again, all hearsay. We don't actually know. But there is a worry that starting Wednesday, the subway will no longer be 24 hours a day. It'll only be 20 hours a day. It'll stop between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. And there is a fear that this is just the first step in making that permanent. And it wouldn't, you know, at first it would be only Monday through Friday. And then, and this is just very worrisome to some people because it means that something about New York City would change. And the example I gave is that in Tokyo, the train shuts down and starts up again, similar to this. And what people do is they go out at like midnight to catch the last train and they stay out until the first train starts again at five in the morning. And that just, I love being able to leave at midnight or 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. The idea of, you know, when you are out and you want to go home, there is nothing worse because you're like really tired and you're like, I just want to go home. Imagine it's 2 a.m., the next train's not until five. Your feet hurt. All you want to do is but curl then, into bed. So then you have to pay for an Uber. And like that just adds at minimum 25 but as much as $45 onto a night out. Mm. So done. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. Um, who it matters for a lot more, though, are service workers who exactly. are coming often from the outer parts of the city into Manhattan or the inner parts of Brooklyn um, and, you know, need to be at work at, like, 5, 5.30 and so need the subway to run at 4, 3.30, 4 to get there on time. Right. And I think the thing is that the reason the train is being shut down is because, allegedly, because it needs to be disinfected. If you wanted to disinfect every train, there are ways to change your terminal operation. So what the train does at the last stop and give it a slightly longer time there and have people disinfecting the trains as they come in and out. Or have the trains, you want to disinfect every train every 24 hours, have a new system. Like, there are ways to do that, mm. especially since we're running on a reduced Saturday schedule. The reason this is happening is because New York City has failed over the past six years under Bill de Blasio's leadership to deal with the affordable housing crisis and the homelessness crisis in New York City. And now people have nowhere to turn, so they're riding the subways, and instead of solving the problem, which would be giving people places to stay where they see safe, where they feel safe, giving people the resources they need, they are going to shut down the train so they can kick all of these people off the train because they no one is riding the train because they want to. They have nowhere else to go. And we're going to end up with a hilarious situation where 200 NYPD officers have to clear out homeless people off the trains and there is insufficient social services to give these people. And, like, people are going to be like, well, why didn't this work? Mm-hmm. 
And it didn't work because Bill de Blasio, as with everything he fucking does, doesn't fully understand what's causing a problem, just sees a problem and then th tries to throw the NYPD at it. People are not socially distancing in parks. Throw the NYPD at it. It doesn't even strike him that maybe the problem is that people need more park space and that if people are inside five days a week on the weekends, they're going to go outside when it's 70 degrees. And the solution is not to have NYPD officers driving around in their SUVs blaring at them out the loudspeakers. Mm -hmm. The solution is come up with safe ways for people to take back the asphalt that's been given away to people as free car storage. I like your phrasing of that. That's absolutely true. Uh, today, it was incredibly nice out. It was 70 degrees. There was not a cloud in the sky. And everyone was out. You know, we're very fortunate. We have outdoor space in our apartment that we can use, so we don't feel the need as much. But, you know, there were a lot of people in Fort Greene Park. Fortunately, it's large enough that people are able to use it and to socially distance. When I walked through it, I noticed that. But there were NYPD officers driving through the park, through Fort Greene Park. Which is not very big. Which is not a very big park. The path is not made for cars. Driving through, blaring, you know, windows up, like tinted windows up, blaring about social distancing. You know, it wasn't even police officers who were like, walking through the park. It was like the opposite of what community policing uh, is meant to be. It was not good. Um, but what's interesting too, and you showed me this on Twitter, there were a tremendous amount of people on the piers uh, in on the, the Hudson, Hudson. On the Hudson. Tremendous amount of people. Lots of people not wearing masks. Definitely not six feet apart. Um, and then... There was no NYPD there, but there was NYPD at parks in Harlem in much less well-off areas enforcing social distancing. So that's a problem too. But the one more, the one other thing I'll say that I noticed around here, lots of people in Fort Greene Park, not a single street is closed. Not a lot of traffic here, but none of the streets near us have been closed. Why can't we close the streets? And, and let's talk about that because... What did we do today? We talked to some friends who had biked over from Manhattan, and we had our conversation. We sat at the top of the stoop, and they were at the bottom of the stoop. Mm -hmm. And the thing, why that worked is because that stoop feels like it is, it belongs to us, right? It is our space. We feel comfortable in that space, and we have that space. And if you live in an apartment building that has the sidewalk, and then has a row of parked cars, and then has a street where you think cars are going to come by, there is no way for you to do that same thing where we can have our space. Our sidewalk is super, super wide. So there's mm. room for us not only to have the stoop, but then people to walk by. And that's why closing these streets is so important. It's not because every street has a bunch of children who need to learn how to ride a bicycle. Although most streets probably do. It's because if you close the street to traffic, you give this space back to people who can engage with each other in a way that they couldn't before. If you make it a safe street, a play street, that means someone can come over from a different neighborhood and hang out with their friends at a distance, not in a park. Mm -hmm. The reason people are going to parks is because A, they want to get outside, There's and no B, else to go. B, I set up my picnic over here, you set up your picnic over there, we're six feet apart, we're having a picnic together. And look, the odds of coronavirus transmission happening outside in the sun is basically zero. 
right? Like, I don't think anyone thinks they're getting coronavirus from hanging out in the park. People are getting coronavirus from being too close together in supermarkets, being too close together on trains. And the thing is that, like, he's just focusing on the wrong things. Like, mm -hmm. he's thinking so much about what the optics are instead of figuring out what do I need to do to make people's lives better and what do I need to do to prepare New York City for what happens when this is all over. Mm -hmm. Because that's the piece that he's missing. So Bill de Blasio, if you're listening, we are available. Please do give us a call. We would love to have you on the show and give you some advice about what to do. Everything we've said on the call, uh, you know, don't take offense. Are we calling de Blasio? No, not quite. We're cold calling. Mm. Catch him unaware. May not work. May not work. Do we have a plan B? <laughs> I think it'll work. Not looking good. Noah! Hey, Noah! Welcome to CoronaPod. Oh, no. No, Noah. Wait, we're getting ripped into CoronaPod. Noah, we oh, wanted no. to we're ask ready. you... We No, we wanted to ask you what it's like to move during coronavirus. Yep. We're watching Never Have I Ever. Is this a movie? No, it's the new Mindy Kaling Netflix series. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good. And you're watching it in your new apartment. Correct. And how is moving during coronavirus? Hmm. We both just out. We cannot recall. So it was not great. Well, I'm Goodbye. Thanks for coming. Love to have you on the show. Bye-bye. Wow. That <laughs> I've never felt so rejected. I don't know. Maybe we should just oh give up on podcasting and watch this Netflix show. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that that was harsh. I mean, that was really, really harsh. Um, little bit offended. Little bit offended, but that's okay. Um, should we try for another guest, or is that it? I don't know. You know, it's... Uh, Let's let's try for another guest. Let's try one more time. All right. You got someone? No. All right. Let me see. Let's see what we got here. No, I think that person will be asleep. You know, I think our listeners are getting a sense of how much we planned tonight's episode. But you know what? I'm going to take this opportunity to tell our listeners how hard it is to come up with content for your ears every day. So, Hoya texted me and she said, quote, you guys would be great journalists. Somehow the conversation always returns to your topic of choice despite my best effort. So. Oh my God, that's so offensive. Wait, that's not true at all. I don't well, think I that's did, true. I did keep trying to steer it to talk about, um, about how their move went. Mm. So... Yeah, that's... All right, fair point, fair point. You know, um, we're trying to line up some guests for this week, so I feel yes, like... Yes, I'm Well, to think if there's anyone else. You know what? It's a Saturday night. Uh, people are out partying. People are out partying, you know? Uh, people are having a good time. And so I think that we should just let people have their fun Saturday nights Hit the virtual club. 
We gonna hit the virtual club out. Well, I was gonna say I don't think anyone listens to this right after it comes out. So really, they're gonna have their fun Sunday mornings without us. Mmm, that's true. That's true. But I agree. Um, I I feel bad that all they're gonna get is my rant about De Blasio, though. But you know, a lot of our listeners are outside the New York City area, but everyone wants to know what's happening in New York. But the perspective from New York is, and I think we're providing that. We're providing a perspective. A perspective. A perspective. Well, to our listeners, enjoy your Sunday morning. You'll have a few extra minutes without us. And, uh, you know, sit back, relax, and instead of hearing our voices, just listen to the birds or something. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This has been Corona Pod. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay healthy. Corona Pod is brought to you by Momo the Cat. Follow her at Momo underscore is underscore a underscore cat. <laughs>